Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle Podcast. The Fit Dad Lifestyle is a community and supplement brand where fathers support other fathers throughout the journey of fatherhood. We believe that maintaining a healthy lifestyle isn't about crash diets and the latest workout craze. Instead, we offer dads the education, resources, and support they need to maintain a balanced lifestyle long term. There aren't a lot of dedicated community groups for dads, and we know that men are generally less likely to talk about the challenges they face in life. So we wanted to go above and beyond the meal plans and quick fixes and offer a way for fathers to communicate in a helpful, negative-free environment. Whether it's supporting your partner when a new baby arrives, balancing work and the kids, or just fitting in time to get your health and fitness back on track. This podcast aims to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be the best father that you can be and the leader that your kids want to see you be every day. It's brought to you by Fit Dad Fuel. Fit Dad Fuel is our supplement range. Our supplement range helps support this podcast, the workouts, the online education, and that amount of work that goes on behind the scenes to help keep everything as cost-free as possible for dads worldwide. Enjoy the episode. Here it is, guys. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Fit Dad Lifestyle episode 134. So today, we've got Sam Excel on the podcast. So, mate, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be here. Mate, can you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself and um, how many kids you've got? Um, I'm 38-year-old male from South Australia. I have a daughter who is almost three years old. Um, yeah, I grew up in country South Australia in a town of 150 people, um, a little place called Mandala. Um yeah, and yeah, I'm married to a beautiful lady called Sarah. Um, yeah, not sure what else you need to want to know. Yeah, mate, and um, mate, so obviously we got connected um via Instagram um through through a mutual friend of of yours, and um, you know it told me that you were one of the most inspiring men that he, he knows personally. And I will find out his last name because I don't actually know him. At, you know, obviously social media yeah. is a, a large platform, but he's obviously been part of the Fit Dad community for quite a while. And um, yeah. mate, so you, you're currently fighting MND and have packed up the, the caravan and, um, you know, traveling around the country with, with your f- young family. That was sort of about where he got to and, you know, sort of said get on the podcast and yeah have have a chat and um yeah mate obviously that's um where we got to with that so yeah yeah so yeah obviously earlier this year um i was diagnosed with mnd obviously i had symptoms for for probably a year um it's not an easy thing to diagnose obviously it's sort of a process of elimination um so, yeah, that was, um, yeah, a lot of testing. I spent pretty much the whole of 2020 going through tests, um, electric shocks, um, EMGs, MRIs, um, virtually had my whole entire body checked. Um, just because of the weakness I was getting, um, I went to a number of doctors who pushed me away and said there's nothing wrong with me, which really pissed me off now obviously 
Um, so yeah, and yeah, I was diagnosed in probably February, I think it was. And the first thing we did, we put a house on the market within a couple of weeks of that happening. Um, so, which was hard because we just finished building our brand new house, yep. um, our first house together. Um, yeah, which was a hard thing to do for us. But at the end of the day, we sort of thought ourselves, it's just a house. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, thankfully, it was sort of up. COVID had well and truly started and we managed to actually make a bit of money off the house. So, um, yeah, it was pretty much a no-brainer that we were going to sell the house um, and buy a caravan and go and travel and live our life to the fullest. Yeah. Um, yeah. So from our diagnosis, we still had some stuff to do to our house. So I had a big group of lads, and I believe Nick might have been one of those lads. Um, that all came down to our house and helped us finish it, um, which was amazing because I'm, I'm a carpenter by trade, so I was trying to do everything myself. And with my legs getting weaker, it was just getting harder and harder and harder. So, yeah, so I had a big group of lads who come down and helped me finish the house off. Um, yeah, and the next job was to order a brand new caravan. Um, yeah, so we did that. Um, we sold virtually everything we had. Um, yeah, and obviously through this time, I was still going through tests and things like that to, um, you know, allow me to still be able to drive um, and stuff like that. So. Yeah, so then we left there. Um, we had a few fundraisers along the way um, through our little country town that we're from, um, which was amazing. They raised a lot of money for us. We haven't had to pay for any petrol, um, accommodation and stuff like that um, so far. So that's been unbelievable as well. So the, the support's been amazing. Um, that's, you know... To me, that's inspirational. Uh, yeah, we're just living our life the best we can, really. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah mate, that's inspiring, you know, story, and especially, you know, with the community and your mates and everyone coming ahead to, you know, rally, rally around you guys and, you know, help you guys live out that dream, you know, lifestyle on, on the road. And, mate, going, going back to, I guess, the early days, what were some of the symptoms or things that you were experiencing that, you know, you were thinking this is not right and going to the doctors and they were saying, you know, actually, no, nothing's wrong and sort of shooting you out the door. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I've always been very active. Um, I've spent my whole life playing football, surfing, going to the gym, doing whatever I can, basically. Um, and... First few things, I think I started to feel like I was starting to cramp up in my calf muscles. Um, when I was running, I would, if I was running without shoes on on the beach, um, I would um, step on my big toe, like it'd curl under my foot and I'd step on it, which would bloody hurt, obviously. But um, that was probably the first 
few things that I, I didn't really think heaps of it. Um, I started to get a lot of muscle spasms um, through my legs. Um, yeah, that'll that probably be the first things. And, and from there, I sort of started to feel just weaker and weaker and weaker in the legs. Um, I still kept trying to run because my way of fixing things is go out and do some exercise and strengthen it up. Um, my wife and I ran two marathons together in um, Chicago and Rome. Yeah, perfect. Um, she wants to run all the top marathons of the world. But, um, yeah, so I've, I've done a lot of running in my life. Um, I love it and I'd love to be able to do it again, obviously. But um, and that, that really just got a lot harder for me. Um, yeah, I would whinge and complain every time I go for a run with my wife and, um, you know, I was pushing a, pushing the pram as well whilst I was running, which obviously makes it harder as well. But, um, yeah, so that was kind of the first things. Um, and, yeah, just general running just got harder. And then probably middle of last year I started to get quite a bad limp, um, and, which is mainly in my left leg, um, and it still is. Um, and that slowly obviously just got worse and worse and my balance is, my balance is now gone, so I do need crutches to walk. Um, yeah, they're, they're probably the symptoms that, that I had come on. Um, yeah, and at the moment, obviously, I'm still quite able to do stuff on my own, um, just not too much on my feet, basically. Yeah. Yeah, right. And with the traveling, like you've been traveling, what, five or six months now on the road or all the way up? And is there, is there yeah, like a, a family ritual that you guys are trying to keep in place, you know, at every location that you get to or, you know, um, try and maintain? Um, no, not really. We're just... Um, just cruising. Yeah. Yeah, we... we didn't really come up with a plan. We just got the van and um, obviously we're lucky to have escaped COVID everywhere we've gone because um, obviously we've come up through Victoria and New South Wales. But um, we never really had a plan. Um, we just hooked on and went basically. Um, yeah, we didn't really think twice about it. Um, and at the end of the day, the, be- the most amazing thing for me is I get to spend every day with my wife and my daughter. So that's, yeah. that's the thing that, that keeps me going and keeps me positive. Um, I'm quite a positive person anyway. I've never, I've never thought that this is it for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And where's the next adventures to, mate? Do you, is, how, how does the whole plan around of Australia uh, sort of look? We've always envisioned doing something similar as well, but do you sort of just get to a location, decide you like it and spend a few days there? Or do you actually have a, you know, like we're going to spend two nights here and then travel for, you know, a couple of days yeah. and spend another week here? Or is it sort of just take every day as it comes? Um, well, we're booked in for certain times, but we're not booking any further than sort of two months ahead. Um, obviously just in case my condition gets worse um, yeah I, I can still drive obviously um, but there might come to a time where I can't drive and my wife won't want to drive the caravan but um, we do have booked up to go we keep heading north um, we're staying in Early Beach for a month 
um, Yapoon and eventually get up to Cairns and then we'll head across Darwin Way, I think. Um, yeah, perfect. But obviously we haven't been that far ahead at this stage, but yeah. Yeah, so we are sort of just taking it day by day the way things are going. So, yeah. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously there are maintenance and stuff to caravanning and, you know, that that's getting harder for me to sort of get around the van and whatnot. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. Mate, what, what advice would you have out there for new fathers, obviously being a father of a three-year-old and, you know, living quite an active life and, you know, being a carpenter and always out in the tools and that with, you know, achieving their own health and fitness, you know, success or, you know, just general fatherhood, you know, advice for them? Um, shivers. <laughs> well, spend as much time with your kids as you can because they're amazing. Um, yeah. Don't take them for granted. Don't take your life for granted, basically. Um, you've only got one shot at it and it's quite a short. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. Spend as much time with your kids as you can. Um, yeah. It, it is testing living in a, such a small space with, with my daughter. And she does wake up at all hours of the night. But, um, yeah, it's, it teaches your patience. Yeah. Basically, so, yeah. Mate, 100%. And, mate, there's one question we ask every podcast guest, and I think you've just answered it right then, so I think it'll be pretty much uh, that. But if you can go back to day one of fatherhood and let yourself know something you know to be true right now, what would that be? Shivers. <laughs> um. I don't know. I've changed so much since I had a daughter. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mate, <laughs> Sorry. that's all good, mate. Yeah, I think I think you hit the nail on the head with just spend as much time with our kids as possible. And that, yeah. And that is fun. It's, um, no, it's, it's amazing. And obviously yeah. um, there are testing times, but. It's the best thing we've ever done in my life. Um, and us as a family now, even though we are going through what we're going through, we've never been closer or our, our relationship with my wife has never been, has never been better. So, yeah, we are sort of really got each other's back now. We're, um, we're not off working five days a week. And, yeah, yeah, it's, um, yeah it's an amazing thing to do. Hundred um, percent. I, I wish I could have done it when I was more fit and able, but um, yeah. But that's not to say we're we're not giving up. Um, we'll stay positive for as long as yeah, forever. Really, hundred percent, so, yeah. mate. Well, um, once you know a firm location up there, I'd love to get you a um, supplement package up up to yourself yeah. um so mate when you find an address or somewhere that you're going to be able to stay or a caravan park let me know and mate as yeah. a as a community and uh we'll, we'll have a chat offline and um see how we can get involved and uh see how we can yeah um obviously help you guys out as much as yeah. we can and and as a community and along your travels see what we can organize so Sam, yeah. I highly appreciate you jumping on the podcast today, mate. I um, 
I appreciate your honesty and transparency and everything about that. And um, mate, I wish yeah. you all the best and happy and safe travels with your amazing family. And um, yeah, mate, we'll definitely keep in touch uh, offline. And um, yeah, yeah, mate, what, what's the um, best place people can follow your travels on Instagram? Um, my wife has got a page called Our Sweet Travels. Um, which is pretty much documenting all of our all of our locations and whatnot. Um, yeah, so I don't do a lot on there, but um, yeah, she's my social media person. So. Social media manager, perfect, mate. Well, I'll make yeah. sure I put that in the link uh, in the description. So, guys, make sure you jump over to Instagram and um, give him a follow and follow Sam's journey uh, as he heads up north and then across to Darwin and. Um, yeah, mate, highly appreciate jumping on the podcast today and we'll speak mate. to you very soon. Thank you.